When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Wish Year Ever, the Blitz on the Coast to Coast. It's September somewhere, so drink (laughs) up, folks. Gobble, gobble. Guzzle it down. Cody, Cody, we should have done a time machine noise if you were going to go back and show us Cody Johnston radio shock jock in 2001. I think think I, I think that guy never left. Yeah, well, I, I think I think I think nine eleven just made that guy more powerful. Nine <laughs> eleven made that guy several members of Congress. Um, well, state Congresses, state least. Congress, yeah. at, at least. But um, no, and was, uh, a vice good. president for a mm-hmm. while, and vice president. Shit, you. Right. Yeah, Jesus he was Christ, a, he's a right. shock. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, <laughs> you're you're one hundred percent correct. He's just complaining about Jesus. Mulan on the radio and, and becoming the vice president. And now we've got one as our gubernatorial I, potential governor. The candidate. phrase "we should have death squads" for that group of people is said too much. But mm. <laughs> what if? What if just for yeah, radio shock jocks? I, you know, some one. of these old adages are overused, but there's a reason. Yeah. There's a time and a place for a death squad, and I think it's hunting down everybody who was on the radio prior to. And there are so many things to now, that I have us. been tricked into saying on this show that <laughs> could easily come back to haunt me throughout the rest of my life, but here we are. Mm-hmm. Cliches I, are cliches for a reason, all right? We it could all come back to haunt you, or Katie, you could be... Come the, back to haunt you could it. Be, you could be president, the next Vice President Pence. But with better hair. <laughs> one could hope. One can mm-hmm. dream big. You will have uh, to change your name. The Pence and the Bear in the morning. And my whole like vocal style as well. Ugh, yeah. Yuck. Eh, you know, sacrifices. I'd rather be an NPR Muppet. Thank you. <laughs> what are we talking about here today, guys and gal? Um, lots of stuff. <laughs> A lot guys of things and dolls. That are happening. Mm-hmm. Guys and dolls. Uh, Brigadoon. Brigadoon, you want to talk about Brigadoon? No. Oh, oh, you know, um, um, uh, Fiddler on the Roof. That's a third we, one. Yeah. Are uh-huh. we naming? Yeah. Are we naming musicals? <laughs> we have. Is there a fourth? Is it the fourth on anyone's tongue? No. The King and I. Oklahoma. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. Ooh, oh, that's Oklahoma. Five. Oh, wow. Yeah, my my grandma just would listen to that on repeat while she was dying. Oh. All wow. the oh yeah. That, I was gonna keep it playfully, but you brought it back down. I. That's my job. Deserve to be. <laughs> It's literally the only thing I do. <laughs> as the as the anchor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm the anchor that gives your spirits license to be dragged down to the earth and pummeled with poison. Bless you. You drag, you drag the buoys down. You drag the buoys down. You know what today is, everybody? Speaking of things that are sad. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, it is the 18th anniversary of the death of my favorite songwriter, Mr. Warren Zevon. 
I'm so sorry for your loss. Everybody's loss. He was the best. He was I'm so sorry incredible. for our loss. What, yeah. what are some of his hits? Well, his best known song is also his worst song, which is Werewolves, Werewolves in, London, in London. Which is a fine right? song, but it's not nearly his best. It probably, in a, my woo, a woo, a woo, Werewolves a woo. in London. <laughs> but he, uh, he also did uh, Play It All Night Long, which, which includes the line, there See? ain't much to country living, sweat, piss, jizz, and blood. He did uh, Lawyers, yeah. Guns, and Money. Uh, he did Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner, a classic. Carmelita, one of the best songs ever written about one. being on heroin and going through a breakup. Oh. Um, you know, Carmelita, hold me tighter. I think I'm sinking down and I'm all strung out on heroin on the outskirts of town. It's a beautiful piece of music. Are we going to start honoring the deaths of people we enjoy? Just Yvonne. Just Yvonne. I don't Probably. give a fuck about anybody else. Yeah. All right. Keep me in your heart for a while. Also a classic. My shit's fucked up. One of the best songs about aging. He was a great musician, and I'm Splendid sad because he died. Inhaler. Oh, yeah, the French Inhaler. Oh, such a good song. And, yeah, Splendid Isolation. I want to live all alone in the desert. I want to be like Georgia O'Keeffe. I want to stay on the Upper East Side and never go down to the street. Oh, man. I love Zivon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Enjoy every sandwich. All right, what's the news? <laughs> 9-11's coming up. It is. Did something happen on that date? Four days after Warren Zevon's anniversary. No, he, he lasted a couple of years earlier. Later, it was two thousand three. He died. Oh, you know what did happen right around September eleventh, two thousand one? The movie Big Trouble with Tim Allen came out. That must be. Mm-hmm. That must be what it is. And nothing was ever the same afterwards. It really did. You know, it really, it really changed it everything. Really caused some trouble. Changed yeah. everything. Yeah, because that movie put together such a plausible picture of an airplane hijacking. We got the TSA and the Department of Homeland Security. I'll never, I'll never forget that morning when mm-hmm. it was released. When it was released, when Big Trouble, <laughs> the adaptation of the Dave up. Barry book launched. <laughs> Katie, 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 girl, my love, you need to get up now. You need to see this. Mm-hmm. You need to see, you the need to see this. of Dave Barry's novel. <laughs> Patrick Warburton is same. almost naked in several scenes. You know, and I, I look back on that morning and I mm-hmm. regret being like, fuck you, dad. But mm-hmm. he was right. He was in, right. In retrospect, surprising that that movie got us into Afghanistan. It's wild. Yeah. And yeah. honestly. I was unsurprised. Um, I called it. Inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we yeah. Tim Allen and about... Zoe Deschanel together. No, thank you. Yes, Katie. We should probably talk the about news. this. <laughs> yeah. We've warmed up. We've vamped. Really, really just delayed the inevitable. Things are loose. Should we talk about all the people dying from fentanyl right now? Are we starting with that? Yeah, because it's it's short. So basically, last week, three fairly prominent comedians died in a single night from tainted drugs. I don't think we know exactly what the drugs were. My guess is it was cocaine, maybe maybe K or something. I'm guessing they were snorting the powder. Yeah, yeah. Um, But they got a a tainted batch of drugs, Um, and then. Very soon they after, all, oh, they were at the same party. Yep, they were at the same party. Um, soon after, it was, it was Michael Williams, was the, the Omar mm-hmm. from The Wire, um, yeah. incredible actor, um, died of an overdose uh, in his apartment. And what's obviously, it's not more concerning when rich people die than when poor people die. But when you start getting the kind of drugs that that people with money have access to showing up tainted, it paints to a really significant issue with the supply chain. Because these are not people, these are not folks who are like buying shit under a, you know, a a, a bridge or whatever. These are people generally probably buying from dealers they know, paying good money and used to getting stuff that is of high quality. Um, And so if their shit is, is being cut with dangerous amounts of fentanyl, it points, and there's a number of reasons for this. One of them is that there's a shitload less um, boat traffic, tra- like trade, because of the pandemic and stuff, there's a bunch of like supply chain issues. So there's a lot fewer places for drugs to get smuggled uh-huh. in, um, which I think is why stuff, maybe stuff's getting cut more. I don't think we know entirely, but there is the fact that this is happening so much to people who generally are able to protect themselves from, from that kind of uh, from those kind of problems points to a really significant pl- yeah. supply chain issue. And yeah. The only, the closest thing to a solution, I'm, I'm not one of those people who thinks that you should just like say, hey, just don't do drugs and you'll be fine. Because like, number one, if people are addicted to drugs, if you're addicted to heroin, addicted you're going to you're drugs, gonna do, you're gonna do some fucking heroin. And like, you I'm understand the you risk yeah. that comes with using the drug. Yeah. There's ways to mitigate the risks of fentanyl. One of them is um, fentanyl test strips. 
Um, there's a couple of different places where you can get fentanyl test strips. Unfortunately, they are not um, as as easy to get uh, as common as um, other kinds of test strips. There's there's a number of organizations, including Project Dance Safe, that that provide test strips to kind of make sure that whatever you're taking is isn't adulterated with anything. Um, fentanyl test strips are harder to get. They are available. One place you can go to try to get test strips is called TestSure.com. Um, you're going to go to the section for reagent test kits, um, and you can find a number of different test kits there. Um, you can look at uh, the uh, National Harm Reduction Coalition. Uh, they've got a fact sheet on the fentanyl test strip pilot. Uh, again, it is harder to test for fentanyl currently than you'd want, but there are a variety of testing kits available if you're, if you're and it's not super expensive. Yeah. If you're going to do fucking drugs, um, please take care of yourself. And this is at the moment kind of the the only real option I think most people have yeah, other than making sure you have Narcan and doing dr if you're going to fucking shoot up heroin do it with a buddy you know and make sure one of you has Narcan always yeah yeah um thank you Robert that's all really good yeah. and important information to share um this is probably a really naive question <laughs> I know that it is but but um what it, are drugs what are what what are no um my question is fentanyl being cut into cocaine something that we know is lethal and people are doing it just to make money is this not something or, or is there are there times when it's not you know what i mean i i like, you know I, i'm not enough of an expert on why why my my involvement uh, allegedly in in industries adjacent to this was prior to fentanyl being super common yeah. so I, I can't tell you what so i think some of it is just like cutting it to to reduce costs but also a lot of the people selling this shit um are not the ones cutting it, 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 it in other words sure. it, it would have gotten adulterated before it got to them and you know the thing that that, that those dealers doing that's irresponsible is not testing their shit you just um, think that you'd see a train of a a, a trail of people that have died from the second this product gets all out into you the do. mix, you know, you do. I mean, they, again, three in a night from a single party. It's, yeah, it, there you go. It, it's part of it is that prior to it's getting worse, which is why you're seeing again rich people dropping. Um, but people have been dying. Like fentanyl deaths as a result of tainted drugs have and, been increasing for a, a, a yeah, while. It's just for been a number of years. I mean, that's surrounded right, yeah. Tom Petty's death as well. I mm -hmm. believe, I, and yeah. Prince. So this again, well to everything. But was I'm that, not positive about that, that but Prince, I saw I think that Prince, in an, it was a prescription thing, but I, I'm I, not, I, I actually about that. Yeah, I agree. I, I also do not know enough about yeah. that. That's my disclaimer. But I did see it referenced in an article discussing yeah. fentanyl. So. Perhaps on some level, but anyway, oh, yeah, no, everything I guess it was fentanyl. Yeah. Fake Vicodin laced with fentanyl. Yeah. OK. OK. And yeah, Wild. that's it's it's strong shit. Like I get why you would lace fake Vicodin with fentanyl, which is that you can't get access to real Vicodin, but you've got fentanyl, which is, for one thing, because fentanyl's so strong, like, always the problem when you're talking about, like, smuggling this kind of shit is what's the what's the most potency you can transmit in the transport in the least amount of space, because that's easier to get away with, it's harder to get caught, you can get more dollar amount per amount of effort spent to smuggle it, so... You know, if you're if you're taking fentanyl and making it into pills, a lot of times people wouldn't necessarily notice that they're getting fentanyl instead of Vicodin, um, and you're able to like transport more, make more money. The problem is that, like, generally, what what it is, it's not it's not that like any fentanyl tainted pill is going to kill you. I'm I'm sure he took a bunch of fit, like fake Vicodins that were really fentanyl that were fine, but you get a hot pill. You know, these are not being pressed. Medically, okay, this under, is my question. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so it depends on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That makes can, sense to me. Yeah. You can get what's known as like a hot dose or a hot pill, which is just like because it, it, the again these are not being made under like lab conditions. Like like the fentanyl mm -hmm. probably is being made in the lab, but the pills are not being pressed. Often they're being pressed in somebody's fucking house. Like there's people who do this and they fuck up and you get um way too much. And because fentanyl fentanyl is so strong, so you can get a large dollar amount smuggled over. Um, with less effort and taking up less space, but because it's so strong, if you give someone a little bit more, it can be the difference between life and death. Um, Oof, one of the reasons I why I take Kratom and why I advocate for people who are doing painkillers to take Kratom instead is that Kratom does not, like it has health consequences, don't get me wrong, and it is addictive. It does not depress your, it doesn't stop you from breathing. 
you know, mm. um, which is, is bad to stop breathing. We need to breathe. Is yeah. it now? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's why this pandemic is so bad. Yep. It's good to yep. Breathe. It's okay. yeah. bringing it back around here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, this happened right after, well, I guess the day after we recorded last week, but SB8 has gone into effect in Texas last Wednesday, uh, and it effectively bans abortion after six weeks of pregnancy, which is, of course, before most people know that they are pregnant. Um, Real quick, before we talk about this, I want to highlight that I said people. Um, I neglected to include this in our conversation on Even More News last week, and I did mean to, but I'll even go ahead and, and admit that I wouldn't have talked about it even enough at that point. And I think it's a really important point, which is that when we are talking about reproductive rights, we should be cognizant that this is not solely a woman's issue, right? I think we can all accept now that mm-hmm. <laughs> it isn't. There are trans men. There are non-binary people uh, who are capable of bearing children, and they are just as much a part of this conversation as, 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 as women are. Yeah, so, I mean, like people I want to with be uteruses really is, is the more specific one. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, a few people pointed that out to me really nicely last week, and I want to be like, thank you guys, thank you for for that constructive way of phrasing it because you're completely correct, and uh, we should all be cognizant of that as we are navigating these conversations. And I understand that there is a lot of emotion here from everybody from all sides, but we get to work together and be respectful of this conversation. Nobody gets to be a fucking turf. Okay? Mm. Cool. Um it's nice that is, they uh I saw people I just saw people pointing out and they it was very uh respectful and calm, uh which is yeah. rare for criticism. I think also because I really uh, you, appreciate that. You yeah, and you're open to it and stuff. And, and like I said, <clears throat> I did intend to, but I wouldn't even broach the conversation in as as big of a way as I should have. So I yeah, I think that that's this is all part of our evolution and learning right now, and uh, it's it's really important. Mm. So when we're talking about this, this is not just affecting women. It's all inclusive. Um, Texas does not discriminate. Texas does not discriminate. Um, it's pretty shitty what's happening. Um, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, Texas. Is that all we got? <laughs> no, I mean it is all. I, like I. Cody, there was a beautiful moment last year, I think it was last year, where you were starting to get optimistic about how the election might go in Texas. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said something along the lines of, Texas will always disappoint you, Cody. Mm, um, I, do, I do remember that. And I, I don't want to, you know, there's there's a way people get frustrated with Texas that I think is is bullshit, which is kind of like throwing it under their buzz. Me like, well, who cares what happens? And they made their choice. And like, there's more people, more Democratic voters, more liberals, more leftists in Texas than in many entire states. Also, um, they're if, dealing if with. If they're not, hmm. I don't want them to die either. No, no, no. What I when I say Texas will always fail you and disappoint you, I mean Texas as a political uh, being, as a mm-hmm. as a state, will always always because because it was started by a bunch of slave owning psychopaths in order to increase their their personal ability to wield power over people, um, and it has never not been that. As a, as a political unit, Texas exists to allow a relatively small number of, of white men to exercise violence and power over everyone who is not a white man in the state. They're doing a great that, job. They're here, doing a great here. job. I fuck the when I say fuck Texas, I'm saying fuck the state of Texas, not not the people yeah. there, not the. Like, no, no. You want to you want to like there's lots of rad communities and people working. And I've like, in, in terms of like the activists and organizers I've met in the U S that I respect the most, some of them are in places like Texas and Mississippi, um, in, in Alabama and Georgia, um, uh, places where, absolutely, it's, you know, they're it's all filled with lo- wonderful people but, fighting for, uh, human rights. Yeah. Um, but your, your sentiment of fuck Texas, but not yeah. the people yeah. is well taken oh. and also kind of to the point here because that's part of the problem Yeah, uh, with this law in that there's nobody to sue. <laughs> and we will get into this after the break in a, a, a moment. But 
But part of the whole debate about the legality of this is that it's unclear who you can go after to enforce this. So it's open season. Uh, you get to have citizen reportings of anybody that they think might be aiding and abetting the criminal enterprise of abortions. I'm sorry, abortions. Abortion. But we'll get into that after this ad break. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Oh, God, man, that, those ads, let me tell sure you, let me tell me. you, it was like, you know that feeling when you're getting waxed and you, you just suddenly feel like, you know like, that feeling when oh, you're getting waxed? I, every single day, Sophie, mm-hmm. I, I budget That's four too- hours a day for a full body Robert, waxing. you're so hairy for that. I'm seeing so much hair on you. It, it grows very job. quickly. Instead that's, of that's getting why... a haircut, he just waxes mm-hmm. his whole head off. I have what they Fair call enough. Robin Williams syndrome. Mm-hmm. By which I mean yeah. I'm doing a lot of cocaine. You do a lot of voices and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, but that too. He's always <laughs> testing his cocaine before he does it, we know. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk some more about Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to call out TikTok and every good citizen who has flooded the tip line mm-hmm. enough so that they've had to change its servers oh, and Anonymous then they jumping had on the to bandwagon yeah take it down completely and mm-hmm. now they're not sure how they're going to be setting this up they're going back to the drawing board to <laughs> maybe figure out the system law. maybe it's yeah. a bad law my i want to tell them wherever yeah. you run we will find you i i and if you're <laughs> one of the beautiful people we had somebody who created a script in my sub the behind the bastard subreddit to like flood help flood the texas tip line if you're if you've been 
flooding them with bullshit if you've been you know working with anonymous whatever you're any part of this effort to make it more difficult for that to exist uh thank you you're doing god's work doing a great job yeah um it's uh Um, heartening to know it kind of happens every time there's something like this you'd think they'd mm -hmm. learn by now not to have like anonymous tip lines like when crenshaw it's always in texas too yeah, uh, Crenshaw well, did like, like the, I said <laughs> that wokeness in the military tip line. God, yes. Like, ah, oh, yes. Call you in know, if you've if you've experienced wokeness. Mm-hmm. I heard someone yep. phrase it like, "What if it went the other way? That there was tip lines for people that we think shouldn't have X, Y, Z weapons or guns, and what would what would that look like? Well, it wouldn't fly. Um, yeah, that'll never I, happen. So Ooh. I did want to. I, I, people keep. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What are we going to do? I think that that's an important conversation that we don't know the answer to. Um, I continue. This is we talked about this last week, but I will say it here now as well. My frustration in general with the Democratic Party, uh, with Biden failing to do anything significant or even attempt to fight right now. I, we're not seeing very much. I mean, there's some words there. They're, he's saying they're going to, but where has he been all of these months as it led up to this? Mm. Um, and That's what another does that look trend. Like? Are, it seems. Sorry, just yeah. just the the Biden administration just sort of like these things happen and like, oh, well, it happened. We're gonna fight it. It's like, well, you knew weeks you ahead of time, weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, but sorry, Katie. Go ahead. No, I mean. Wh- point very well taken and agreed with. Um, <laughs> you know, I. I what people say, what can we do? What could Democrats do? Well, we could actually have a serious conversation about the filibuster. We could have a serious conversation about the Supreme Court. We could actually be working towards that. And some people will shake their heads and laugh and say that that's not realistic. And I would say to them, why not? When will it be? If not now, when? How long do we wait till it's all gone? Everything's gone? So we can't fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, we yeah. already we can't <laughs> fix it. We have to, um, in a political sense, blow up the court. Yeah, it has yeah. to not exist in its current well, form because so it's I, irreparably I broken. Well, say what? Yeah, I mean, Katie's I do agree. Is like so, like, 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 why not? Like, you guys have the power. You have the majority. Like, and we not, might not have it for long. Look mm, at what's happening in definitely California. Definitely won't have it for long. It's like, mm. it's like uh, how, Diane Feinstein. Yes. Like we might, the power shift could happen at any moment. But like, so, if you have um, the power, like what what motivates voters to want to vote for you again to keep that power? Oh, if, when you have that power, you're not going to do anything with it's, it. It's uh, it's the cycle. Um, yep. if they don't do anything, then later on. Something will be threatened, and they can so, say, "If you vote for us, then we will stop the bad thing from happening." Um, yeah. And they just rely on people forgetting that they don't actually do shit. Uh, although, uh, kudos, uh, Klobuchar, Klobes, uh, Klobes stepping on, out into the limelight, plenty hop- bold. I know that's yeah. not her slogan, she, but, why but not? she is being plenty bold. <laughs> plenty bold. Um, I wanna, I wanna say one thing that could be some line of hope for a potential way of proceeding that we could see play out. There could be an appeal to the federal court, I believe. I should have written this down instead of just reading it real quick, Um, which would then uh, make its way to the Supreme Court eventually. But the other way something could happen is if a provider goes ahead and administers an an abortion at, like, say, 10 weeks and allows the suit to happen mm-hmm. and goes forward and then you appeal that and it can make its way back to the Supreme Court because the crux of the we- the reason why the Supreme Court is punting is, as I suggested earlier, and this is in very, very basic terms that <laughs> I can understand, is that the way the law was designed is that there is nobody that you can hold directly responsible, and there's no way to point out. It's it's probably unconstitutional, but there's no way to enforce it, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Supreme Court was signaling their hand by going ahead and deciding this and not letting it exist on the shadow docket. But there is a world where if it comes back and there's an actual lawsuit as I think that this law that I'm being sued under is illegal – that's another opportunity for them to revisit this case. Mm-hmm. In the interim, what are we going to do about the Supreme fucking court? 
in the interim. I don't know if that'll happen, but that is a possibility. I mean, that's the what you you want it to be challenged. It's a bad law. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, there is that. But in the meantime, in the meantime, it's 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 effectively getting rid of abortion for for women in Texas. And let's be real, in very short order. Republican lawmakers across this country in red districts, in red states, are going to be copying this law and its evasiveness. They are going to be doing doing it for, for, for themselves. So mm-hmm. we are going to continue to see this happen. Um, yeah. And, and, of course, there will be an actual ruling this term that is directly related to Roe v. Wade. So obviously none of it's good. I mean, none of it's I've good, talked but, myself but, down from no, no, my no. slightly positive I mean, point. There are things uh, that can be done in the future, and obviously, you know, uh, support uh, for organizations in in Texas who are uh, helping people um, when they can. Um, I do think there's there's an interesting quote going around today. To 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 your point, Katie, about um, how you just brought yourself down and how it's bad. Um, there's uh. Uh, governor um, of Texas, uh, Abbott, was, he was talking, uh, he was being, uh, answering questions earlier today, and someone was asking about the fact that, um, you know, uh, uh, pregnancies due to rape or incest um, are also still um, part of this law. Um, right. And uh, he, he, his answer was that, like, we're going to get rid of all the rapists. Um, mm-hmm. that was literally like what he said. He's like, well, we'll, we'll just like go after We're going to go after all the rapists and they'll all be arrested. And then that won't be an issue anymore, which is wrong for many, many reasons. Also, like, why wouldn't you do that before? If you can just do that, why didn't you why, do it before Why haven't law? you done it before, man? Yeah. Why, why are you like, if you're, if you're trying to go after the rapists because of this law, why wouldn't you go after them earlier? Because rape is illegal. Finally, finally, um, someone is doing the thing that we've all been like, saying, get rid of the rapists. Finally, but also like so many, you know, rapes aren't reported um, and rape kits aren't tested. Like there's so many things about that specific answer, which is not good and presents uh, sort of a false reality. Um, and it's just like like swapping the question aside. Like, well, we'll, we'll do like... Precog shit. We'll get we'll we'll minority report the the rapists away or whatever. Um, but in in answering this, he says that the law provides at least six weeks for a person to get an abortion. He's saying it's actually it's fine. The law the law provides at least six weeks. No one pointed out at, at the time, and I don't see anybody really pointing this out. He doesn't say like, oh, you get six weeks and then this. He says you get at least six weeks. Yeah, and like it doesn't it doesn't specify like the the it doesn't say six weeks in in the actual law. I don't think it's like it's heartbeat based, but like he's saying it provides at least six weeks because he knows that it's a bad law and that it's not actually very popular. Um, it's popular amongst the base and and things like that, but uh, he knows it's hard to argue in favor for it, like on camera. I think in front of people. Oh, so he he pop, he pops in these like well at least six weeks like well it's not six at least six weeks it is six weeks, um, and I just I just found that very interesting and I I I'm yeah it's at most I'm, six I'm, weeks I'm, I'm I'm yeah exactly and like I'm I'm use I'm using it as a uh, a little nugget of false hope that I that this could just fall apart for them because I think they know that it's uh, indefensible. And in order to defend it, it's an unconstitutional to, law, right? In order to defend it, they sort of they have to lie and slip in these words to make it not seem as severe as it is. Um, if he's saying like, "Well, you have at least at least six weeks," when that's not actually true, then that's, I think, an indicator that he knows. Um, not to say that like <laughs> that's good or good things will come of it, but I, I I think it is something to be aware of and watch for that they know it's indefensible. And they can't. Yeah. And I do wish somebody in the room pointed that out to him, but that's fine. They were probably busy being like, wait, did you just say you're going to go after all the rapists now because of this? Yeah. No, um, it's not fine, but. It's not. Before we move on from this, I just want to circle back around to that filibuster conversation because there's just one little point I wanted to to mention. Um, it, there is a world, <laughs> such a long shot, but. You know, it was, say we 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 did eliminate the filibuster. You could pass the Women's Health Protection Act, 
um, and doing that would codify Roe into law, uh, which would be good. But again, bringing this back around, that <laughs> is contingent upon the conversation around the Villa Buster drastically changing into something that actually is supported by the democratic institution. Mm -hmm. And I, aside from Klobuchar, we don't know yet that that's happening. And obviously there's a lot of resistance to it. Plenty Boldachar. Plenty Um, Boldachar. Yeah, we'll see about that. You know, Manchin and the cinemas of the world are always going to be in- The Manchinimas. The Manchinimas. There's some real estate agent named Manchin in my neighborhood, and I keep seeing their signs, and it's just like their name is really big. And I'm like, the fuck? I think it's a- it's not a campaign sign, though. It's just a realtor. Anywho. So one thing I wanted to note, the episode of It Could Happen Here about this will have dropped by the time this episode comes out. Um, with the increasing restrictions on uh, women's health access in Texas and Florida, looks like they're going to follow suit. I'm sure other states will try to push versions of this law. Reproductive uh, um, health access. Yeah. Self-managed abortion is going to become even more necessary. Um, and this is the use of a couple of different pills to induce an abortion and it's uh like the kind of standard protocol is good up to i believe nine or ten weeks but it it, you can do it further on than that actually it just there's a different kind of amount that you have to take we have a great um interview on it could happen here uh on self-managed abortion with um a woman who's been who's been working on providing access and training for years um her organization provides training to women um, or men who want to be able to um, train others in providing self-managed abortions. There's information on like where you can find these pills and get them. Um, the legality, you know, is going to depend on where you are, but you can also pretty much get the pills anywhere if you if you look into it enough. Um, so regardless of what the state of Texas says, you can get yourself access to medication that will allow you to help yourself and others uh, take control of your reproductive yeah. health. Thank you. I think that's a really uh, good point mm-hmm. and va- valuable information to share. Slight correction. You said women's reproductive health. Right. Yeah. Reproductive we'll just health. Say, yeah. But that's part of this. It's like, let's let's start to be aware, you know. Yeah. Um. All right. What else we got, guys? Shall um, we take one other quick break and then oh, come yeah. back? Yeah, let's break it up. Yeah. Speaking of pills. We'll be right back. Here's another ads for pills. Buy pills. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. 
Uh, we didn't officially come back from break, but maybe oh. we did. We've been back we from break. By the way, back. some good news. Mexico just decriminalized abortion. Yes. Which is, wow. uh, they're the world's second biggest Catholic country. Kind of a huge deal, actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. Um, so that's is that, like, Mexico. Does Mexico border any... Uh, States? Um, no one knows, remember. actually, Cody. Okay. The, the borders of Mexico are uh, a long-standing mystery. Scientists have debated this for thousands of years. Okay, well, they should work harder. I think yeah. they're vortexes or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we talk about Brazil, Robert? I love Brazil. Oh. Uh, empanadas, yeah. empanadinas. Uh-huh. Uh, That's it. Yeah, those are great things. Yucca biscuits. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love yucca. <laughs> Yucca's delightful. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Is there anything else going on in Brazil? I, you're the one that pitched it as a topic. Yeah, so. That doesn't sound like me. Yeah, so... And according to Twitter and the news, uh, yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah. What are, what are Brazil's uh, main exports and imports? Uh, Landmass, also. I mean, the main export of Brazil is Jair Bolsonaro, pictures of Jair Bolsonaro dying in the hospital. Uh-huh. And the main import of Brazil is medication to keep Jair Bolsonaro mm. from dying. Mm-hmm. Uh. So it's quite, quite the equilibrium they have going yeah. on there. So, so that's what we call a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The world's sickest man, Jair Bolsonaro, in between repeatedly catching COVID-19 and having shit sucked <laughs> out of his nose through a tube, um, is, and yet the is most also- and also, yeah, is about to is is dealing with the fact that um his administration is kind of coming apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, Brazil has the world's second highest COVID nineteen death toll. Um, it's it's his response to the virus, which has been denying it exists, uh, denying that the best medication for it exists, and telling people to lick each other. Um, it has. Mm-hmm not worked uh and it's kind of a fucking disaster um his popularity has taken a real significant hit um and this is coming on the 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 heels of the fact so the person who preceded him um or one of the people who preceded him lula the the former president of brazil was like jailed for corruption and then it was shown that he had not done the things that Mm -hmm. he was jailed for was it was all bullshit um, and Lula seems likely to enter the race, um, and polls suggest that he would he would beat the shit out of Jair yeah. Bolsonaro. <laughs> um, so it's not a good time for, for Bolsonaro, and this is compounded by the fact that the Supreme Court of Brazil has been um, throwing some haymakers towards his, his far-right movement, which, like all far-right movements, seeks total control and the ability to ac- exercise unchecked violence over their opponents. Um... So what are a ha- what's a haymaker? Give me the etymology. It's of a that. big old punch. Big, big old punch. Oh, I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a Is real that how good you punch. make hay? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's how you, you knock someone into the hay. They into pass the hay, out, yeah. you know, whatever. That's how you make bricks in Minecraft. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm adding a lot to this conversation. You punch, you Sorry, punch, Robert, you punch stuff in the I mean, I'm not, I'm not, this is, I'm just starting to dig into like what's kind of happening here. I'm not an expert on, on the present situation, but the gist of it is that the Supreme Court, um, particularly the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, um, has issued rulings that have led to the jailing of a number of, of, of Bolsonaro supporters for financing and inciting violence um, and attempting to, you know, do overthrow the government shit. And while this has been happening, like his son, Eduardo, has been repeatedly talking about how awesome the insurrection on January 6th in the U.S. could have been and like how mm-hmm. it could have been done better. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. And this is not wrong. It could have been done yeah. better. But um, he was there, right? He, he wasn't there. In, I don't think he was there on January Bolsonaro's 6th. Bolsonaro's son, I ooh, I thought. Maybe, okay. Was he? Um, I, I know that he has, he and Bolsonaro have ties to Bannon and they've been talking yeah. to Bannon and a mm-hmm. former Trump administration official was just in Brazil yeah, talking Jason to members of the Miller Bolsonaro. Was yeah. Detained. And was detained by the Brazilian government for probably trying to help Bolsonaro and his family carry out a coup. It really and, seems like that's why, right? Yeah. What it was, does okay. seem what like that's Eduardo why. What was Eduardo Bolsonaro doing in Washington during the January 6th coup? I don't think he was at the writing. I think that he was in Washington. But it's, it's shady. If there like, was something. Fish- you know, and he was praising it, but also, mm-hmm. yes, saying that. And that's to the point, this is a um, this is a global far-right power grab, right? They tried yeah. it on January 6th. They're trying it now um, in Brazil. And so basically, there's the, been this movement among the far-right in Brazil to, to literally hold a military coup that Bolsonaro himself has explicitly endorsed, that like, 
yeah, let's, you know, let's take power, basically. And they held a big march today um, that it seems like it's it's gone more peacefully than expected. There was a lot of worry about this, that they would actually try to storm and take over the government. Uh, Bolsonaro expected to get 2 million supporters. He only got about 100, and, between 110 and 125,000. Um, because again, these people are always way less popular than they pretend to be. Um, but Bolsonaro has also said that, um, he's no longer going to abide by rulings from the, the chief of the Supreme Court. Um, yeah. And when he seeks re-election, so basically like saying, I'm going to see, you know, during the re-election, whatever the court says, like, fuck it, I'm not listening. Mm -hmm. Um, which is a problem in a democracy. There's a lot going on here. Um, but it is. Again, well, it seems like, like he's doing like these things that are like it's Trump but less dopey. He's like doing yeah. like it's the the it's trial, the trial balloon. What balloon was uh, Trump and his and his silly incompetence? One hundred percent. Like oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and it's like Bolsonaro. Some there's a bu- Trump last, there's last a bunch month. of fucking. Uh, so yeah, so this is what President Bolsonaro's son Eduardo, who's also a congressman, said about the storming of the U.S. Capitol on January sixth. "Quote: If it had been better organized, they would have taken the Capitol and made specific demands previously established by the invaders." Um, mm. Yeah, and he's he just on August fourth met with Steve Bannon. Uh, talk. We had a great conversation. We share the same worldview. Um, he's said to be an enthusiast of Bolsonaro's campaign, and we are certainly in touch to join forces, especially against cultural Marxism. I found, guys, on the evening of January 6th, before Congress had finally completed the certification of Joe Biden's election as, as U.S. president, Eduardo Bolsonaro posted a photo of himself beside Trump supporter Michael Lindell, saying yep. please to meet Michael Lindell, a former news junkie, you know, a successful businessman in the U.S., and Mike Lindell, of course, very integral to it. So that's where I yeah. got it. No, no, that's that's good. That's good. Con. And so Jason Miller, the former Trump advisor, was in Brazil for the Brazilian CPAC, which, is, again, this is the yes. point like this is a global far right power grab. These people and he was on Steve Bannon's show the day before he was detained talking about how he'd been with the Bolsonaro family mm-hmm. like um, and fucking Eduardo Bolsonaro was just photographed in a I believe it looks like he's in a fucking helicopter. Um, yeah. In a helicopter wearing a Project Veritas shirt. Um, like they're all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a global classic yeah, it's, thing that's coming together here and they are, yeah. they are iterating. And again, maybe it doesn't look like it's going to work. This coup is going to work this time, you know, with Bolsonaro, who knows, maybe he'll lose reelection. Maybe like a bobcat will eat his liver or something. Yeah. Like that, right? They're going to keep trying and they're going to keep altering their tactics and experimenting with things. And it's not yep. enough to just be like, well, they failed again. This is clearly never going to be another problem. Like, no, they're they're learning. They're, they're <laughs> right. They're going to fa- they're, they're going right. to fail a little less than they're going to fail yeah. a little less. We're actively watching them learn. Mm-hmm. They're not even hiding it. Yeah, we all need to be. We need well, to be says, fucking on guard for uh, this shit. Eduardo like says he says it in the in uh, part of that quote that uh, if they were better organized and prepared, they would exactly. have had the power to yeah. kill the Congress people they despise. Um, like he says it there, like yeah, just do it better next time. Be yeah. more organized. Be more prepared. Uh, have clear goals. Uh, that was the lesson. And um, when people tell you who they are, believe yeah. them. Yeah, as a uh, as fucking um, Hans uh, Gruber. No, no, no. Um, I think it was Hans Little. He, he, was a, he was a German lawyer who put Hitler on trial immediately mm. prior to the Nazis taking power. And like one of the um, Hans Litten, one of the the line he repeatedly used as Hitler was kind of uh, hemming and hawing about whether or not he encouraged violence was, "Don't listen to him. He's telling the truth, right? Don't listen <laughs> to him. Like, don't listen to these like justifications he comes up with. Like, listen to like." The, w- w- when he he says the these horrible things that he later claims are, oh that was a joke that was an exaggeration that's not like listen to like th- these people are very clear about who they are yeah um yes. and they what always they have like, a yeah. separate line that they can give you to try to make it sound like they're less extreme and less dangerous but like listen look at their actions they're telling you who they are they want to take total power and they want to fucking kill anybody who doesn't want them to have total power. And their their goal, whether they're the fucking Republican Party of Texas, Jair Bolsonaro's supporters, the Proud Boys wandering around beating people in the streets of Olympia, Washington, they want 
the ability to do unchecked violence to people they disagree with. It is about exerting force. That's all it is. That's all it's ever been. Um, and you can either let them do it or not, but you can't just ignore them. God, it's, yeah. Or pretend that um, they're, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. Mm -hmm. um, you know, <laughs> it's hard to see people. It's like, I, I see this in like relationships and just different dynamics across the board. Like, you're like, that person can't possibly be that evil. Person couldn't possibly have this kind of worst intention. Yes, they can and mm -hmm. they do. They can and they do. They can like, and they, they can't do. possibly be willing to kill people over this. They can and they are. You know, it, 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 yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's and the people, it's like the people who say, I have a lot of respect for certain kinds of pacifism. Um, because there's a lot honorable about the actual, if you read like kind of the actual intellectual traditions of pacifism. But the people who say like violence doesn't solve anything, like you shouldn't arm yourself, you shouldn't be prepared to use force against against your enemies because that makes you as bad as them. Like no, 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 violence violence will solve you if if you aren't if you, if there's no force on your side to protect you, violence will solve the problem of your existence, and your existence is a problem for the fascists, and they will solve that problem using violence if you don't have the ability to exert force against them. And you can't rely on the fucking cops to do it, um, because a lot of the cops agree with these people. Yeah, I was going to say, like they yeah. can. Yeah, um, you, you, we are, we are not in the, we are well past the point of being able to hope this genie gets put back in the fucking bottle. We are well past the point of voting this problem away. There are, I'm not, and I'm not saying force is even most of the solution. It's actually not most of the solution at all. And it, you, I think you have to historically, if you're analyzing the flaws of pacifism in combating fascism, you have to analyze the flaws against mil of militant anti-fascism, right? The anti-fascists in Germany that modern Antifa type people um, idolize, they're obviously people to respect because they stood up against the Nazis. They also lost. So we shouldn't just mm -hmm. be like... The, 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 the solution to the problem of fascism is multifaceted, um, but you do have to have the ability to use force on your side. Um, just like it's not, you know, for all the critiques we have about the military-industrial complex, it's not worthless that when Trump called upon the Joint Chiefs to send the army out to murder protesters last year, General Milley was like, no, <laughs> like, like it's good. Idea. It, it's good that there's it's good that even if you don't agree with them on nine things out of 10, there are people with a lot of weapons at their beck and call who were willing to look at that guy and that those orders and say, no, that's fucked up. Um, it, it, it's it's there's a there's a gap in the ability to do violence right now between the far right um and and people who are not the far right and even though the far right is 20 to 30 percent of the population at most if they're the ones with most of the guns and they're willi all willing to kill they'll win well right because it's not just the the weaponry necessarily it is their desire mm -hmm. to kill yes like it's the uh there is and this you know not every single person obviously but like there is a thirst for violence um, and that thirst is very powerful, uh, especially against people that don't necessarily have that thirst. Seems quite bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Again, eventually, a bird will eat Bolsonaro's organs, and then he'll become even more powerful. I'm sorry. Was that established earlier? You say again. I mean, I, I think he's he... attacked by an emu at some point. Yeah, he has um, to. Oh, be. I did right? not. What? I did not know that story. Yeah, he was attacked by an emu. Um, That's he got fun. stabbed That's by fun. a guy. Uh, his body is eating itself. Um, you know, good shit. <laughs> he sounds like a really healthy individual all around. Well, we got other stuff, guys. No, we've we've, we've petered into God. the end here. <laughs> Nothing no. else always, is happening this is this in the long world. Progression of just like we're done. I was like trying it, to find something uh, fun to pivot around to, and I don't. We're recording a little later in the day. Uh, yeah. uh, do you have evening plans? 
I have an impossible amount of work to do. I too Same. have an impossible amount of work to do. Um, but I, uh, you know, I got I, uh, I I I recently moved into a new living situation, and I now have a, a little urban farm with a number of other people. And I spent my weekend pressing apples and pears and making sixteen gallons of uh, of of cider that's currently fermenting. And then Yay. we took a shitload wow. of pounds of tomatoes, which we canned, uh, and made a bunch of pickles too. Canned a bunch of pickles um, and plum butter from plums. Uh, just Robert, like that sounds so wholesome and fun. Processing food this and storing calories. Yeah. At it's, the it's, place it's where you live? Yeah, at the place where I live. Um oh. and we we have a we have a problematic amount of eggs from the chickens at the moment. Like mm -hmm. a it's become an issue. Like I it, we cannot consume the amount of eggs that we are producing. Can you sell um, them? Oh, you can give them away. I don't want to sell them. We give away a give lot. Give them away. Um, Step up and eat those eggs. But I think I'm going to experiment. We're going to experiment next with pickling the eggs because that way Whoa. then we're also able to to produce, you know, on on premises and store our own protein long term, which will be neat. Pickling um, eggs. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's like if you've ever had like really good ramen, it'll often have yeah, like a pickled egg in it. Yeah, like it's usually a, pickled in the, in the good ramen. Yeah. But so um, how long can you store it like that? I mean, you can if if you're actually properly canning it, right? You can do like the lazy kind of pickling, where you're kind of just like throwing some vinegar and 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 cucumbers together, and that'll keep in the fridge for like five or six weeks. But if you're properly canning, where you're like heat treating and all that shit, you can go a couple of years if you're doing it right. Yeah. Even an egg, even eggs. Wow. Yeah, if they're pickled. Yeah, if they're yeah. if they're properly pickled. Blowing and canned, my mind. Yeah, man, we are pivoting to a whole different type of podcast here, and I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it's 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 exciting stuff. I enjoy. We only have about an acre of uh, of of land to work, but that's enough to produce a significant amount of of, of food. I really love this for you. This sounds yeah. like a really healthy uh, mm -hmm. decompressing activity for you to balance out your workload, and it makes me really happy. And thank you for sharing that story. Yeah, you know it's nice. I've been I've been advocating. You know I've always had I've had a garden for years, and I, I've lived on farms off and on across my life. But the last few years, I've been living in a very very tiny um, place, uh, and and was not able to engage in some of the like as much as I would talk mm -hmm. about you know um, gardening and, and and different kind of resiliency options and and building you know ways to kind of be more uh, less less dependent upon the supply chains and stuff I was really more reliant upon just being able to like buy and store food and stuff than I wanted to and it's it's very nice to be able to kind of live more of my ideology and gain uh, learn new skills yeah. and kind of gain additional independence from from the grid and the system in that kind of Makes way without dropping out of society and living yeah. in the woods, mm -hmm. which Sophie says I'm not allowed to do. Finding <laughs> the right, that. As long you're finding the right balance, like and I find accessing. it very inspiring. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Katie, he does All right. uh, uh, drop phrases like, I'm eating grapes on the lanai now. That's I have a lanai, yeah. yeah I don't lanai. know what that is. What's a lanai? A lanai, it's, it's a fancy word for porch. He does say things oh. like that now. <laughs> So, well, I'm a does it have to have any like? Are there any like specific uh, features? Yes, that if, make it a lanai. Yes, and you can refer to the documentary "The Golden Girls." Yeah, uh, okay. he does okay. also reference the Golden Girls often now. Mm -hmm. It's I'm just a suddenly girl. just su just suddenly you are a golden yeah girl. with the the increase in gardening. Yes. Uh huh. But eh, great, beautiful. Yeah, I could yeah. see you as a little bit of a B. Arthur. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I was you. Say, are you a Scarlet or a Miranda? Those are two I'm, different shows. I'm a Scaranda. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was going to say. Scranda, for yeah. sure. You but... know what I respect about that show is how recklessly horny everybody was. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They were just fucking. Didn't, did not hide it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll look back on um, women's sexual liberation mm -hmm. being tied to sex in the mm -hmm. city. Didn't hide mm -hmm. a single cum. Mm -hmm. Nope. Not one come. And that feels like yep. the end of the yeah. show. We did um, it. Boy, howdy, did we do it. Check us out online at Worst Year Pod. And, you know, yeah. Breaking news. Bolsonaro just choked on a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> he will be fine. Everything's so dumb. Everything's so dumb. And it's gonna get dumber. Great. I tried. Channel. Lovely. Lovely.
Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.